0: Karen Bourdonnay, I will be hosting NSH's newest podcast series, Histology Careers, Job Seeking in the Lab, where I will be talking to histology lab managers from across the country. For this interview, I'm sitting down with Amy Davis, the Assistant Administrative Director of Laboratory Services, to talk a little bit about the University of Texas medical branch located in Galveston. Thank you for taking the time to speak with me today, Amy. Hey, you're welcome. So before we get started, we had scheduled to do the podcast about a month ago, but this little thing called Hurricane Harvey interrupted our plans. Uh, Amy, could you tell us how the hospital was able to function under these disaster circumstances and how your staff dealt with the stress?
1: So it was my first experience with a hurricane here in Galveston. So it's very interesting. We actually had a plan, which we had to modify that plan a little bit because we're now in a couple of new buildings. Our hospital at the Galveston campus, as well as our laboratories, are in a brand new building that we kind of interimly, interimly started moving into about two years ago. So this is the first experience to have a hurricane since we're in the new space, and. It actually flowed really well. We had no power outages, no flooding, and I don't know, for those of you who know a little bit about what happened with Hurricane Harvey, we didn't get a direct hit to Galveston. Obviously, that was a little bit more south, but there was a lot of flooding that occurred, and a lot of that happened outside of the island. So We have a couple of other campuses and hospitals in Angleton and Lake City where we got a lot more flooding in those areas, but we were still able to maintain open hospitals at all three campuses and continue all laboratory testing. So we really did a great job, and we can kind of see what our future holds. If there are hurricanes, we don't expect to go down in staffing much or even releasing patients. We had full beds through this whole process, and even when some of the Houston hospitals closed down, they actually came to our hospitals. So I will say that I was impressed at how well we did during this hurricane and kind of sets the pace of what we're going to do for our future.
0: I have to say, you have a beautiful campus, very nice, and I read it's the first academic health center in Texas.
1: Uh, yes, we've actually been open for
0: 125 years,
1: it opened in 1891, and it was the nation's first public medical school and hospital under unified leadership a $3.3 billion annual statewide economic impact, and over 42,000 jobs in Texas are directly or indirectly attributed to UTMB, 11,000 employees. UTMB includes schools of medicine, nursing, health professions, and graduate biomedical sciences, uh, three institutes for advanced study, a major library, and numerous research facilities. And we also are working at hopefully developing a PA program as well. So oh, are you? Hopefully that cool. will be in our future soon, yes.
0: Because I think there's only about 12 PA schools in the country, something like that. Pretty, pretty small out there. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, not very many. And it's always nice to have a school close by because then you can recruit from <laughs>
0: the school. And right. And there's histotechs that go on to be PAs. So that's, that's mm-hmm. nice, too, a nice career boost. Right. So let's talk a little bit more about the histology lab. That's what everybody's waiting to hear. So about how big is your lab, your histology lab?
1: Our current histology lab is about 3,900 square feet, and we actually have uh, cytopathology in our histology lab together.
0: Are they cross-trained, or do they kind of stick to their own area? <laughs> so
1: our, our lab assistants are cross-trained. We have one that's actually under the cost center of cytopathology, and then we have another one who's in the Surgical Pathology Cost Center, but we cross-train them so they can um, help with both sides.
0: You said you had three locations. Is the histology lab just in the Galveston location?
1: We have three hospitals, the Angleton-Danbury, the Lake City, and Galveston, but yes, our main histology is performed in Galveston. And one of those other outside hospitals, the one at Lake City, also does frozen's and we'll probably end up doing more frozen sections at our Angleton campus as well. We're working on getting some telepathology systems set up so we can expand that service.
0: How many histotechs do you have? We have
1: one supervisor and then we have eight histotechs.
0: Is it a 24-hour lab?
1: We're actually open from about 3.30 in the morning and we kind of shut down around 7 p.m. And we we do on-call for the weekends and holidays. Um, Obviously, I think everyone knows with the breast specimens, you kind of have to be careful with those. So um, if we have a breast, someone comes in and takes off the specimens from the processor and we'll work a couple of hours, but then we're on call for any type of um, transplant cases that may occur.
0: How's your turnover rate? Are you uh, fully staffed?
1: Uh, We actually have done pretty well. Um, We tend to not have people leave, but then we've We've grown quite a bit, so as we grow, trying to get new histotoxin has sometimes been a challenge. I mean, we've worked with uh, the Houston Community College a lot, so they have students out there, and we've hired a couple of them, so it's nice to have have that close by.
0: Was that the main histology school in your area in, in Houston?
1: Yeah, they actually have HCC who offers an associate's program, but then mm-hmm. there's also an MD Anderson has a bachelor's program. We don't get students from MD Anderson currently because they kind of split. Whoever gets Houston Community College usually doesn't get MD Anderson and vice versa, so we worked closely with the uh, Houston Community College at, at this point, and so that's where we have a lot of interaction.
0: So they do a, a rotation for uh, your lab? Uh,
1: yes, they do. Okay. So we usually have one to two students during most rotations that they do. Okay.
0: And do you often hire them?
1: We've hired two recently. Okay. So, yes, it's a great opportunity to kind of work with the employees. It's, it's a way to try try people out. Uh, <laughs> you get to meet them. them. Yeah, right. You yeah. get to
0: meet them beforehand and kind of train them your way. So that's that's nice.
1: Exactly.
0: So uh, what do you look for in a potential candidate?
1: Um, I'm often interested in those who like to grow. I mean, there's so many different opportunities in histology and as our lab is growing, we're offering more specialty, more testing. So um, it's nice to have someone who is interested in, in learning new histology skills.
0: And besides the community college, do people from outside the area apply or out of state?
1: Uh, we have a lot of people from the Houston area, so since we're so close to Houston there's a lot of people who kind of live in between Galveston and Houston, so those who live in between often look both ways and I see that's m- most of the type of applicants that we get. We've had a few from other states and other locations, but it's it's mainly local and also again the schools, um, once they graduate we tend to get more applicants.
0: And you're looking for candidates that are interested in growing, so what does your lab offer in terms of career development?
1: So we have, currently our positions are a histo technician and then we have a senior position. With our senior positions, we require HTL or AQIHC, it doesn't have to be both. Um, so. We have, we've been lucky to get um, quite a few people who are either interested in that or they already have it when they come in. So, you know, we are a, a university and we're used to training people. So our histotechs work closely with new histotechs in um, helping them grow into those uh, types of positions and cross-training and some of our specialty areas. So we definitely encourage growth and that's kind of how we work with our employees one-on-one
0: too increase that growth. Do you have requirements for certification, like once they're applied, like a year? or.
1: All of our histotechs are required to be an HT. If it is someone who's recently graduated, we do have the option to give them, when we do an offer letter, a time frame of when okay. we expect them to be certified. But at least within the year, they're all required to have at least an HT.
0: Are you kind of a fast-paced lab or a little slower lab? <laughs>
1: I guess it depends on which area you're looking at. We definitely are trying to get those H&Es out early, so when it comes to that, I would say it's a little bit faster paced. But then as the day kind of goes on, we do have a certain time that we want the immunohistochemistry out. But like the muscle, it's a little bit slower when it comes to that. There's also research opportunities here, too, um, where they have a histology a program that's separate from the clinical lab.
0: Do you have any advice for someone kind of new in the field and uh, looking for a job?
1: You know, advice. I think there's just so many options for people who want to be a Histotech, whether it comes in a private lab, a university, which involves teaching even of our residents and medical students, you know, a hospital setting, or even there's just so many specialty. Laboratory, So I think there's a lot of opportunity. It's just the person kind of understanding what they like and exploring the options
0: that are available to them. Do you have any last comments or advice?
1: Uh, no, like you said, yeah, kind of getting the word out there. I will be honest, even for myself, I didn't even know what histology was until I just ended up in a laboratory. Actually, I ended up in it as a clerical person thinking I was going on a nursing route. And again, this kind of shows all the different opportunities. I ended up kind of changing my view because I liked histology and I liked what the techs were doing around me. And I, when I got done with my clerical work, I would go help on the bench. And I ended up changing my degree. You know, I moved from a tech to a supervisor to a search path manager to an AP manager, and now I'm an assistant director. So again, there's so many opportunities if you want it, just reaching out and seeing what options there are and, um, yeah, definitely spreading the word about what histology is, which I guess I'm hearing that more colleges are talking about histology and um, even our medical students here, they rotate and see what histology is all about just to kind of have a better understanding and I think the word's getting out there a little bit more than it... It was 15, 20 years ago, but definitely still have room to continue spreading the word.
0: So. Right. Some of us are getting older, <laughs> so <Some laughs> we need to be replaced someday. <laughs> so. Right. Okay. So thank you, Amy, for taking the time to tell us about uh, University of Texas Medical Branch. And stay tuned for my next histology Career Podcast episode. Uh, for more career resources, check out NSH's Career Center at JOBS. Dot NSH.org, and create an account to view jobs in your area and receive NSH's quarterly career newsletter featuring histology-focused articles and tips. Thank you for listening to Careers Jobs, Seeking in the Lab. This is Karen Bourdain. Until next time.